0: Hello, everyone. It's me, Allison. The show is about to start, but just real fast, a quick reminder. I want to tell you guys, um, if you are doing some shopping, perhaps some Black Friday shopping, holiday shopping, etc.
1: Like uh, Christmas-type shopping?
0: Christmas-type, any sort of shopping at all. I have put together some lists on Amazon.
2: Lists with things on them?
0: Daniel, just... (laughs) Pipe down for one second. Beauty stuff, makeup stuff, home stuff, kids stuff, podcast equipment, books I recommend, all of this stuff. and Daniel's stuff? Oh, yeah. Daniel's Corner, where I put stuff that I know that he likes. But Daniel has recently gotten way more involved, and he put together a special Christmas Spectacular gift guide for you.
1: You guys will not even believe it. I mean, I'm not going to tell you what's on there, but it's literally uh, some things.
0: Lots of things and a whole big caption explaining his process. If you know
1: someone who's exactly like me, they are going to love it.
0: And here's where you go to see all of this. Amazon.com slash shop slash Allison Rosen. Amazon.com slash shop slash Allison Rosen. And we'll be adding to it. It's nonstop, you guys. Yeah. Okay, here's the show. Bye. You guys, I lied. I said the show was starting right now, but I have one more quick announcement. I'm co-hosting a new podcast. It's brand new. It's called Upworthy Weekly. I'm co-hosting it with a guy named Todd Perry, who I'm having so much fun with, although he is wrong about so many things, especially Christmas music, but also other stuff. But anyway, uh, Upworthy Weekly, we come out on Saturdays. Please give it a listen. Subscribe. If you like what you're hearing, leave us a comment, a review on Apple podcast. That helps out the show so much, especially because we are brand new. As I've said between one and four times right now, I've lost track. But anyway, please give it a listen. Uh, it's a lighthearted news podcast. We're taking a look at the most popular and engaging stories from the week before that ran on Upworthy. And it's, uh, it's just what your holidays need. And then when the holiday, when we're past the holidays, it's just what that part of the year needs. It's just exactly what you need. Please listen to it. Upworthy Weekly, new episodes every Saturday, wherever you get your podcasts.
1: And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. He's a writer, producer, and postcard sender to the stars. It's Scotty Landis. And he's a comedian and one time shower squeeger. It's Kurt Brownaller. Jeff Jeff is here to deny allegations that it was his passionate, passionate lovemaking that killed Meatloaf. I'm her husband, Daniel, is saying, "Hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen."
3: I see-
0: Cream Betweens. Welcome to another exciting episode of Alice and Rosen is Your New Best Friend. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon (laughs) by Lisa Lowry. And I believe that is Trader Joe's incredibly obscene sounding take on the Oreo. Uh, but yes, I'm on Patreon. You can get bonus episodes of the Friend Zone. Just had one with Tony Thaxton. Got one with my Upworthy weekly co-host Todd Perry coming up. And then I, I just uh, have I have Allie Ward coming on for a Patreon bonus episode in two weeks. All sorts of fun Friend Zone episodes. There's a level where you can text me and I'll text you back. Um, you can see this video right here of us right now. I mean, you can't see it right now, but it's us right now and you will see it when it goes up. Uh, and then Zoom parties. And if you sign up for an annual subscription, you get two months free. So 10 months, 12 months, that's what I meant to say, for the price of 10. Okay. Patreon.com. And you can submit carbohydrates and whatnot. Anyway, very excited to welcome back these guests. You've heard them on the show a year ago, Halloween. So very recently, because what's time anymore? Kurt Brownoler, Hello and welcome hello. back.
4: Thank you. Happy to be
0: here. Nice to see you. Scotty Landis. Hello. Welcome back. Oh, I'm so glad.
1: I I need a new best friend all over again.
0: I know. We did this like, you know, however many months ago, and and I I feel like it's time to re-up our friendship.
1: Yes. You could have said any amount of time, and (laughs) Kurt and I would have been like, it wasn't that long ago. You could have said six months. You could have said two years. It is just a blur at this point.
4: Time has stood still for me.
0: (laughs) I have had a thing happen where I'll think to myself, oh, I got to write back to that email um, because they emailed me like a month ago. And then I'll Uh look and it was actually like five months ago or six months ago.
1: Yes. I had a meeting this morning. I had a Zoom meeting this morning with a company that um, they were like, how long ago did you pitch this to us? And it was... I'm not kidding. It was uh, December 2018. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah, it's about a movie, and I I pitched a take on a graphic novel, and uh, they've since, like, fired three people, rehired three different people, and then they're like, we're really excited about this one. (laughs) I'm like, it doesn't seem like
0: it. (laughs) (laughs) No, you should see what they do when they're not excited. Then it's like, my father... Oh. Fa- forwarded pa- or passed down this email to me. It's from January genera- <laughs> When did which generation did you pitch it? Jeff Fox. Hello, mm-hmm. welcome.
2: Mm-hmm. Hi, Allison, Good to be back. Nice Thank to see you. you. Thank wow. you.
0: Um, we can keep this in or we can let it out. I don't know. I'm hearing like it almost sounds like. Wi- Is anyone else hearing like wind? Yes, um, it's,
2: Scott. It's, it sounds like there's some wind or handling noise coming on
1: your mic. It's definitely me, and I'm sorry. I the only. Show I'm why. Um, I'm in Tahiti, and the only Wi-Fi I can get is if I sit exactly where I'm sitting. I'm very sorry about that. You are actually my in God. Tahiti. <laughs> yes, so I can turn... Oh God. May, maybe I can turn my laptop away from the wind a little bit more. Maybe this will help, but yeah, I'm sorry, guys. This is the best I can do to have a Zoom.
4: But you also would know the the mic he's talking into is not what we're hearing, so that will be recording True. directly onto a Zoom machine, True. and oh, great. it shouldn't so, be a problem on that. That's that just the condenser better. mic blowing um, you guys
0: you have no idea how many times it happens that the guest i'm talking to is in tahiti and oh, it yeah. creates a little <laughs> bit of interference I'm okay so sorry. well let's just talk about that sure um first of all thank you for agreeing to do the show in tahiti that was not necessary
1: well i booked this about s- <laughs> thank, you. <laughs> thank you look at that um About six months ago, I was looking at the holiday season coming up. I I had a big regret when, in March 2020, like many of us, I feel like we all wish we had been trapped somewhere else, and I really had that regret. And I was looking at Thanksgiving and Christmas this summer, I'm like, I bet it comes back. I bet it's bad. So I booked this trip. I've been in um, Bora Bora, Tahiti, which is the main island, and then I'm I'm currently on Moria, which is a smaller little island, uh, and I've been here for almost one
2: month.
0: Nice. Yeah, it's it right out. That's where Nuremberg,
2: the famous black velvet painter, is from. Yes. That's where oh. he lived. Really? Um, yep.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: It's really special. It's two hours behind LA. So if you ever need to disappear and do a lot of work remotely, I cannot recommend it enough. It's wonderful. Great people. <laughs> I'll be right there. Yeah. <laughs> <get you here. laughs> I know. It takes four COVID tests to get here, but once you're clear. <laughs>
0: I almost now. We're looking at um, like a rock or something. I almost wish we were looking at the ocean.
1: I can I can do that too. It might be a Let's little windier. Try it. Let's yeah, try it. it's worth okay. it. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god!
4: I had a tube in moment it's right so now. That'd be great. Amazing. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> there we go. what uh, we're looking there at there just there. so everyone's clear who's not watching this you can literally see like the outer reef that protects the island yes. you can see light blue crystal clear mm-hmm. lagoon waters and then the darker water past the reef oh my and then just and then that's
1: tahiti with uh they're having storms over there these are storm oh. clouds so yeah let's do it i'm happy to do it
0: wow so what have then- you aside from podcasting what have you been doing there
1: I've been writing a script. I sold a pilot to AMC. That's based on a true story about a guy that uh, was the best cat burglar in the small town of Massachusetts. And his big thing was he stole all the Super Bowl rings uh, from the Giants, like broke (laughs) in and stole 70 diamond Super Bowl (laughs) rings and got away with it. But then he started giving them away as gifts. So it's a big heist series. (laughs) And so I've been doing that for, I mean, I've been getting a ton of writing done, Um it's it's paradise and i I love it here. I can nice. understand why people end up here forever.
0: Are you there with are you with someone or are you by yourself?
1: I travel alone, so i uh i I just always do this to get tons of work done uh-huh and uh I try to do this every year but because I just keep extending it because the l a rates of uh covid are so bad that I've just been hiding as long as possible.
0: yeah, Man. I know we have not been anywhere. I also like you said uh. Mm-hmm. Thought when when everyone started moving and started relocating, when it became clear that really we can work from anywhere, I also yeah. was like, "And why are we in Burbank again?"
3: Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> and we have not gone anywhere. We were supposed to go away at the end of January, and I rescheduled it to the end of March just because cool. I was nervous about traveling when the numbers were so high.
4: Mm-hmm. Yes. So I especially don't know. with kids, especially with yes. the little guy, little kids. Yeah. yeah. It's just like such a bummer. Like at this yeah. point I don't care anymore. I just don't care. Like I just want it to be over, <laughs> but except yeah. for that but like I'm su- I'm super paranoid just cuz my kids <laughs> cuz they can't get vaxxed. Mm-hmm. When you
0: say you just don't care anymore, like <laughs> in what way do you mean that? Cuz I re- I I also have stopped caring about most everything including showering, which is Just be glad you guys are on the other side of a screen. (laughs) I mean, it's not that bad, but still, I just am finding it easy to, like, just let it roll for a few days.
4: Yeah, that's essentially it. I mean, it's just, uh, I feel like, I feel like I'm right back to march of 2020 mm-hmm. do you know what i mean like we're just like right back into we don't go anywhere we just in these in these four walls of this house staring at each other all day long <laughs> and it never stops <laughs> this is the only thing i do is i podcast through a zoom uh and so that's why i mean i don't care anymore it's just like i i, I want to go out i just want to leave the house i just want to mm-hmm. leave the house but also when i do leave the house i'm very like careful because you can't yeah. get it out of your y- your skin do you know what i mean we've been doing it for so long now i'm like even though i'm like I don't don't care I'm just like okay but I'm gonna wear 18 masks and I'm not going. Mm -hmm.
0: yeah and I the the, like COVID math I've been doing is you know I think we're staying in and apologies to listeners who've heard me say this because I feel like I said this kind of recently um but like we're kind of staying in the house just because I'm nervous about it and I think a level of low level or medium level depression is like sitting on me and so I'm just like I don't have I don't have it in me to like fight against it and come up with activities, yeah. but we could push against it. We could go here where it's outside or here where it's outside. Right. But then I'm gonna need to use the restroom and that's inside and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just like, I don't wanna have to worry about it anymore.
4: Yeah. Yes, yep. that's essentially where I'm yeah. I'm done worrying.
1: And I did the most dramatic version of that and just fled the country to a place <laughs> where they've only had twenty two cases in the past like six months. So that's really that's amazing. That's why I picked it. Yeah. Yeah. They when I got here, they had a weekly average of four total cases. And those are people they're catching at the airport. So how
0: how are they keeping it so low? Is it because there's not that many people there?
1: They really locked down. And then it's nine hours from Los Angeles. So it's a it's this is way deeper than Hawaii. But you have to get tested 48 hours and then 24 hours before. So basically my flight was at 11 p.m. So I went the day of and then Mm -hmm. they test you twice when you land at the airport. So twice they, at the airport. How yes. long do you have to stay at the airport? Well, they have a rapid test. So and then they have these people with uh two clipboards. So you go get your luggage and then you wait and then everybody has a number that they put on your passport and then they're like, "Okay, number 89054 or whatever it is." And you're like, "Yeah." And they're like, "You're clear." And then within 48 hours they do the other test and they let mm. you know. So if you get it, you have to isolate after that. But it's it they are really just locking it down because and nobody here Um. Everybody wears masks, which is also interesting. Even though it's not here, they're just Polynesians are just wonderful, wonderful people.
0: You know, I'm trying to think if someone said, "Tell me some things about Polynesians." Yeah, I don't (laughs) think I would know. Well, I mean, like I think of the restaurant Trader Vic's.
4: Yeah, which I don't even think it wasn't even opened by an actual Polynesian person.
0: Oh, right. I was. It was like some San Franciscan guy. Yeah. Just For a sure guy on, right? who was
4: like, eh, this seems fun. I heard a story about him that he would at closing time go up on the roof and with a hose start spraying water so it looked like it was raining outside so <laughs> everyone would stay in and have one more drink. Oh, genius. Brilliant. <laughs> like that in the is, 20s, you know, or whatever. When he's yeah, younger.
0: that is enterprising. Right? We could all use a bit of that. So then, yes. yeah, I guess I know about Trader Vic's, but that's That's faux Polynesian, so Mm -hmm. I really know nothing, but I like how they're handling COVID. Um, Yeah, yeah, I was. uh, so I mentioned Upwardly Weekly is my new podcast that I'm doing with this guy, Todd Perry. Cool. And he was just in Big Bear, and he was saying that no one wears masks there. Oh,
4: yeah. I was just there, and it is. I wasn't in Big Bear. I was in Arrow Bear, which is in between Big Bear and Arrowhead, and I swear (laughs) to fucking God that that is the actual name of the
1: place. (laughs) And why wouldn't they go Barrow Barrowhead? Yeah. I,
4: I <laughs> know, right? It's right in front of them and they're like it's Arrowbear. Arrowbear. Uh and yeah, it was straight up nobody no masks. No masks, a lot a lot of a lot of, lot of Trump talk in the diner when we like, went to pick up our food.
0: Last week we had Jenna and Al who who uh frequent guests on this show used to be regulars. Then they have yeah. moved to Georgia and they were saying that like very you know, it's life has moved on there so then i think well then why are we doing if life has moved on in all these places and it seems to be working out okay what am i doing because Mm -hmm. somehow and we'll i'll move on from COVID in a minute for when i talk about COVID, i get people who are like we don't want to hear about it Mm
3: -hmm. so uh
0: but but it's just it's going on so i feel compelled to talk for my own edification if no other reason but anyway um what the hell was I saying? I know it was about COVID in Georgia
1: that they're, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, that they're loosey goosey. It's all the same there, yeah.
0: For some reason, the idea that we are doing all of this and it's unnecessary because it's not a big deal is right. somehow worse than the idea that like, oh yeah, we might die any minute. I could handle that more, and that's mm-hmm. weird. You'd think I'd be happier thinking like it's. Things are going to be okay. But if things are going to be okay, I, that's not okay.
3: <laughs> I yeah. need it
0: t- I need this to be catastrophic to warrant the new way I'm living.
4: Yes, yes, agreed 100%. It's as if you like went into a bunker for 20 years then came up and everyone's just been living life and totally yes. fine. Like that yes. would be a real
2: bummer. <laughs> right. You're like, "I'm in the basement eating K rations for 20 years and you guys have been out here having fun?" Yeah. yeah, we've been going to film festivals. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: know. All right. So moving on to lighter news, I want to know what you guys think about violently yawning in some, in front of someone. And I will explain. You know when you yawn and you get to that point where you just got to yeah. go like, ah! you got to yell? Um, yeah. So I was talking. So anyway, to go back to what we were talking about before that I promised I would move on from but I haven't. Today sure, was sure. the first day I sent my kids back to preschool. Cool. Today? Yeah.
3: Oh, I mean wow. no, not
0: in not in the entire pandemic. Oh. oh okay. Um they were back at school but then with the around the holidays with the right. numbers being so bad I'm like I'm just going to keep them home a few weeks so we kept mm-hmm. them home like 3 weeks and then sent them back. I know makes he- sense. Kurt, you you guys have been sending them back, right? Because I think I tweeted with Lauren about it.
4: It was well, it was like for everything shut down at like December sixteenth, so it was like December sixteenth on nothing, and then we had one week back, and then Olives, my my eldest, who's four, her school closed down because of somebody had a, somebody had COVID in the school, and so then that was an additional like, and it just happened to be like. A holiday, so it was like another eleven days. So we had just come off of like fifteen, sixteen days no childcare, and then right back into eleven days no childcare. We were going pretty crazy right about <laughs> there. <laughs> it, was, it was like, oh, are we not going to be able to get work done at all? Like, will we starve? Like, what are we going to eat? Like, can we eat right. this table? Is this table like edible?
0: <laughs> well, I just started watching Yellow Jackets, so I have some ideas yes. for
4: you. Yes, so, I, me too. <laughs>
0: So anyway, uh, send it back today. So I was asking our babysitter how it went dropping Owen off. And I'm like, oh, how did it go dropping? Ah. And then I like, you know, shrieked at her while stretching. And she gave me a look kind of like she was stunned. And I, and I brushed it off with like, oh, sorry, I had to stretch. And then I felt a little self-conscious for, you know, three hours after. And I was thinking like, <laughs> you have your immediate circle – Yes, that you would burp or fart in front of. Uh-huh. It's a small circle,
1: yeah. Yep. Presumably, few hundred people. Yep. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> now, is the circle that you can violently yawn stretch in front of? No, sorry, I've been saying violently yawn. It's really a violent stretch. Uh huh. Um, is that circle bigger or should it be the same? Because the feeling I got today. And she's not uptight or anything. She's cool. But still, the feeling I got was like, I should have kept that. I should have kept that uh, body movement and sound just to the immediate burp fart people.
1: Oh. Did you feel like she thought that you were saying she's boring? Was it do you think she thought you were insulting her? Like, oh God, get me out of this conversation? Or was no. it just you were so casual it was living room casual?
0: It was live it, it really happened in a living room. Oh. And it was living room casual. <laughs> I think it was more like the just like guttural biological sound I made <clears throat> while stretching. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't ladylike and it wasn't attractive. It was just
1: Did like she on? Was it an addictive yawn? Because oh. I yawn whenever anybody yawns. Yeah. Just the
4: fact that everyone's saying yawn, I want to yawn. Yeah, I do too. I Again, to so weird.
0: I I said it wrong. It was a stretch. It was yeah, like, a stretch.
4: Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what I did. I, I, I don't
0: think I did that. It was just like, I kind of like growled or something. I don't know. But
4: mm-hmm. it was on the phone, correct?
0: No, it was in person.
4: Oh, it was in person. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: Mm, I don't think mm. I think
4: you I think your violent stretch community should be larger than your burp fart community thank uh, you Burp fart is primarily because of smells do you know what I mean like right a violent stretch is just like you being a weirdo and <laughs> everything else is like oh this offends me like I don't think a violent stretch is offensive it's more just like what the fuck is going on and if that you're was, like my yeah. stretch like this that was just the feedback
2: I, I got yeah, yeah it was so, like but- her looking at you going. Is this a seizure? Where's this going? Did <laughs> I dial nine one one and wait to hit send? What what is going on here?
0: Yeah. yeah, that this all tracks with the feedback I'm getting, and I just think that I was acting like I was in front of my own family, who just maybe I I don't know does not ever, does do do you guys stretch this way?
1: I notice a lot of. Um... I think it becomes a dad thing. I notice a lot of dads in airports just really leg up on a chair, really leaning into that hamstring Oh, you've stre- seen I, me
4: do it. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, I like a good dad stretch, which is like, it's totally inappropriate. I mean, it's totally inappropriate where it's just like, you're not at home, my friend. But um, <laughs> arms, I, I don't know. I feel, like, I feel like arms are, you get a little bit more of a free pass because, yeah. you know, we use our arms to communicate. Right. Legs. Now you're something.
4: I'm dad stretching everywhere. I am dad <laughs> stretching everywhere. I have to. i just like, I am now at that age of like, mm-hmm. if I do a mild physical thing, <laughs> like walking, yes. I then have to stretch afterwards or like my back seizes up in the middle of the night. It's, it's, it's what's wonderful about getting older. It's mwah, 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 fantastic. <laughs> I like this. <laughs> a friend of mine just
2: threw his back out, flossing his teeth. <laughs>
4: no! Ooh, legitimately to- flossing his teeth. That's how it happens. And yep. that's why I constantly am like doing little stretches because I don't want to like be incapacitated because I like looked to my left. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
0: hmm I'm beginning. I think you guys
4: are right. I think it's a dad move. Mm. I'm not a dad, obviously. I think you um, should own it. And that's, yeah. I think you should create that space that it's okay for yeah. you to do that.
0: Yeah. If we're picking our pronouns, I should be able to stretch wherever I want. Yep. Yeah. Don't,
2: don't stretch. Shame you. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, but I do want to know from listeners, tweet me, A-R-I-Y-N-B-F, email us, A-R-I-Y-N-B-F show at gmail.com. You know what? I'm going to open up the phone lines. Usually I just, you know, solicit voicemails on that's a certain cool. topic or whatever. Yeah. I, actually, that's what I'm doing. Do you stretch like I do in sort of a violent, f- Frightening way, <laughs> uh, three two three five five three two three three one. Let me know.
2: Now, do you okay. typically stretch like that, or was this just like it? Because sometimes you have those yawn stretches where you're, it's kind of at bay, and then it kind of sneaks up on you real fast, like a sneeze. And then you
0: that's just, what happened. Yeah, I thought I was having a conversation, and then suddenly my body was like, "We need more space, and your vocal cords <laughs> yeah. need to get involved." It was like one of those early morning, like when you first wake up uh-huh. kind of things. Except it was midday.
4: So here's my question for everyone: Is uh, this isn't a stretch, but do you guys ever have chills that way, where all of a sudden your whole body just goes like, like yes. that? Yes. Yep.
0: N- not yep. often, but I okay. have. It. Yeah. It's almost like a ghost walked up and like, yes, snuck up on you.
1: Maybe yeah, it yeah. did. Maybe it was a ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think that the counter argument Allison would be that it's a compliment that you felt so comfortable around this person that that you feel like they are in that circle of trust and so if they were offended maybe it's just they were a little envious of your your freedom and you were acknowledging how you feel about them I would go the other way and say that you are the better person for opening (laughs) up a little in front of them and you know being comfortable
4: yeah it's your body your body your choice
0: <laughs> that crowd, is what that agrees. means, right? Your body, it your is what it means. my choice. My daughter has a
4: book that's called My Body, My Choice, and we talk about it all the time. I don't even rem- like, I can't remember the last time we read it. It's been years since we've read it, and then but she every hasn't once even in a been while. been
0: alive for that many years. <laughs> she's been alive for four.
4: Yeah, I think she- we read it when she was two, and then she'll <laughs> always just be like, I'd be like, like here, I'm gonna put you up here. She'd be like, my body, my choice. And I'd be like, okay, (laughs) you you crawl up yourself.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's great. It's an interesting thing. This so funny. This whole like teaching consent to little kids. Yes, which of course I'm in favor of. Yeah, but at the same time, like they don't really have full control over what happened. Like I was thinking about that when I took Owen, my two year old, to get vaccines. And I just felt like such a Judas. Like, I felt so uh-huh. like, I know you love me and trust me and I keep you safe. And also, I'm holding down your arms while they poke a needle in them. And I feel like such an asshole.
1: Yeah. Is it a I, reward system? Was it yeah, like, do, but we're getting rewards. ice cream. Like, what, was there a, there's a cookie in the car he, if you don't punch me. Yeah.
0: I mean, he got a lollipop and a sticker for it. but good. Sticker not
1: long that? more than i got <laughs> i know that's so true i would have to, oh ever they should have done better stickers i thought that it, it, in march 22 or whenever the vax came 21 they uh like the i voted sticker became such a social media thing like the fact that they didn't have the coolest yes. i mean yes. a really cool hologram yeah. sticker it would have there'd be 20 percent more people vaccinated yep. yeah yeah
0: I think you're right. Um, yeah, with Elliot, that's my older one. Bribes really work, like really, really work with Owen. He doesn't, he hasn't quite. I don't, maybe we should try it more. I don't know. It's funny you say that. This is like a a couple other people have mentioned bribes recently in relation to him and like it doesn't seem to move the needle for him just yet. Interesting. But maybe Is
2: this like will. a way that you can gauge the maturity of your child? Like, oh, <laughs> he, he started using the potty at one and a half. Oh, he
4: started being <laughs> <laughs> bribeable at two. Yeah. Right. Yes, <laughs> I he think star- so. He, he started We've been actively
0: blackmailing him since nine months <laughs> but <only> bribes <laughs> are only starting to work.
4: <laughs> my two-year-old, I don't think, connects, bri- he doesn't understand the bribe system. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like he's coming into it but I think he's the same as well. With Olive, with my four-year-old, Oh, bribes totally work, um, yeah. especially with shots and stuff like that. She'll be like, okay, like I get this after. And I'm like, you get this after. And she be like, all right, okay. Cool. She's
2: She's grifting at a six year old level. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, okay. Important segment now. This Ooh. is yes, please, or oh, please. Have I done this with you where I mention. I don't think so. Okay. No. Now I'm going to mention a topic, something that affects all of our lives. Possibly on a daily basis. Yes,
1: I mean, please. Yes, oh, please. please. That's
0: what's
3: right.
0: Okay. Um, this is going to be something controversial. Uh-oh. I'm not looking for diplomacy. I'm not looking for both sides in it. Sorry. I want to hear. I want a hot take. I want you to be as spicy and fiery as you like. You might get people have been canceled for less. Okay. <laughs> so I just want to know. So if you if you're in favor of this thing, it's a yes, please. And if you don't like it, it's an oh, please. Got okay. it. Coconut jelly beans. Hmm.
1: Yes, please. Oh, please.
0: <laughs> Interesting. Say say more with your with your uh, your just your um,
4: rebuke. Jelly beans are supposed to be sweet candy. A coconut is like a cardboard wetness. No, mm. thank you. Get it out of my candy. Uh-oh. Jeff? Cancelable. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't think I've ever had one. I hate to, to demure on this question, but I don't think I've ever had a coconut jelly bean. What? Mm. I,
0: I'm i an O. Oh, please. Uh, no, sorry. Excuse me. I misspoke jeff cut that out
3: um <laughs> I'm a
0: yes please mm-hmm. however and I was thinking yes. about this because speaking of bribes uh Elliot re- for the longest time he's wanted a gumball machine and I've been yes. like I don't know what age <laughs> this is <laughs> it's a real rite of passage for a that's child cool. how old is he he's uh he's gonna be five in a couple weeks
4: Perfect. i think that's yeah, cool yeah, yeah. I get
0: so it. Uh, for the longest time, he's wanted. To, I don't know what age you know gumballs are okay, but he's wanted one for, and I've said that when he's older, he can have one. And he keeps making the point that like he could put other stuff in it besides uh-huh. gumballs. Penis. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you know what's funny is he was facetiming my uh, Daniel's mom, and back when he was like. He's like, I'll just get a gumball machine and I'll give the gumballs to other people. And he was like, do you like to chew things and not swallow?
1: <laughs> 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 That's but the anyway. best description of gum imaginable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the exact sales pitch for gum. <laughs>
4: But it but- is, that is a concept that like four-year-olds are just barely on top of. Like Olive had her first gumball like a couple months ago and she was like chewing it. She's like, this is interesting. It's like candy, but you don't swallow. And I'm like, you don't swallow. <laughs> she's like, this is interesting. So you just don't swallow it. You just keep chewing it. And I'm like, you just keep chewing it. And she's like, I swallowed it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so he got this gumball machine and we got uh, some jelly beans to put in it those little jelly bellies and this is what made me think about i went i don't it sounds like you guys went to schools where the rules were different but at my school the rule was you could not ever say you liked a coconut jelly bean i don't know why but like it was a very uh (laughs) yeah they were very there was a few things you know in that in my school no one liked black licorice jelly beans yes and no one liked coconut jelly beans jeff they're the they're Opa- opaque white. And so they're only like assholes. jelly
2: bellies, not jelly, like the cheap ones Correct.
3: These are jelly
1: bellies. CBS yeah.
2: jelly beans. Yeah, the Ferrari of jelly beans. <laughs> right. the, <Exactly>. jelly
3: <laughs> the gold I, standard. I, I will yeah.
2: say, in that case, then I probably have had one, and I'll say I'll say, oh, please. I'm not a fan <gasps> yes. of the fake coconut flavor. Oh, yes. co- coconut I like, but coconut coconut, fake, fake coconut I'm not into. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I, know Scot- I feel like Scotty's under pressure being in Tahiti right now. Like, Yeah, there's a guy his, holding his a coconut deep. right here. Yeah, <laughs> there's a guy with a machete and a coconut standing behind the camera like, you know we let you in here. You signed a thing that said you have to go big on coconut if we, <laughs> if we let you in. Yeah, it's, Manu, it's, all right, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's interesting because I get how the black licorice flavor yes. is polarizing, even though I like it. I get that it's polarizing, and like, yes. if you eat a black licorice, then you eat a lemon next, and then it's just chaos or whatever. But yes. I, to, to me, the coconut one is so inoffensive. So it, it's I think interesting.
4: I that's its problem. Oh, wow. It is so – it's not making a statement. It's not a <laughs> – it's not a strawberry. <laughs> it's not a cherry. It doesn't have a pop. It doesn't have a zing. It's
3: coconut.
4: You know, a Jelly Belly should be exciting. Interesting. Good argument.
0: So, arguably, the coconut is the antithesis of this segment.
4: Mm. Mm. Because right. the cause...
0: segment's about strong yes. taste. strong exactly. And the coconut is just,
4: okay. Switzerland. Yeah. 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 Coconut is a flavor that you add to other things, like seltzer, like chocolate, mm. like... I don't know, a macaroon. <laughs> pina colada. <laughs> exactly. something with Yeah, you got to have something else. You got to have a little pineapple in there. Yeah. But it's like just by itself.
1: The it's jelly belly pina colada is very good, too. That is yes. a good jelly bean. We've talked about on bananas that uh, the butter popcorn is the worst jelly belly. Mm-hmm.
0: I agree that it's... Ooh! Okay. Yes. Yes. I agree it's bad. Okay. I'm going to have to say... Bubblegum as a flavor, disgusting. Tutti Pretty fruity, weird. get out of here. Sizzling cinnamon, no thank you. There's yeah, a, cinnamon's there's a the few, worst for me. There's some jelly bellies that are bad, and buttered popcorn is in there. Apparently, okay. there's now a caramel corn flavor, mm. which my husband I'll ate. try it. Mm. And he, Then I said, is there another one in there? And he's like, oh, sorry, there are only two. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what a bad,
1: what a bad, not Partner. husband, what a bad uh, breakdown of like, they're like two per. We want Two to make him come yeah. back for more.
0: <laughs> no, I think Bad Husband is fair.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay.
0: I think he didn't need to do that. Um. Okay, I'm glad we've canvassed that. Uh, listen, guys, speaking of things that are delicious... I want to tell you guys about Imperfect Foods. How about a three-for-one New Year's resolution? Reduce food waste, save time on grocery shopping, and eat more fresh and delicious food. Yep. Think that's too good to be true? Think again and try mm-hmm. Imperfect Foods. Uh, so Imperfect Foods is a grocery delivery service that offers an entire line of sustainable groceries that taste delicious and reduce waste just by embracing the natural imperfections in food. So perhaps you've seen them on social media. It's like an orange that's not perfectly round. Ra- I mean, this is produce that has more character. Yeah, sure, you could get a pear that looks like a drawing of a pear, or you can Boring. get a pear with a little personality that tastes <laughs> just the same, arguably even better, but has some character. On average, Imperfect Foods customers save six to eight pounds of food with every order. And unlike on-demand delivery companies, Imperfect delivers weekly by neighborhood, a unique model that produces 25 to 75% fewer emissions than individual trips to the grocery store. Wow. Plus, say goodbye to packaging guilt. Imperfect Foods is the only national grocery delivery company that makes it easy to return your packaging after every order. Um, all the food they've sent me is amazing. I like the selection. There's all sorts of stuff. It's not. I've mentioned the produce, but it's not just produce. Uh, recommend it highly. Right now, Imperfect Foods is offering our listeners twenty percent off your first four orders when you go to imperfectfoods.com and use promo code Allison. Again, twenty percent off your first four orders. That's up to an eighty dollar value at imperfectfoods.com. Dot com When you use promo code Allison, join the movement at imperfectfoods.com and use code Allison. Okay, so Kurt, yes. um, I follow Mike Sachs yes. uh, on social media, and I've had him on the show, and he is delightful. And he has a book out about uh, a conservative radio <laughs> host guy that I think is QAnon, but the avatar and the photo is you.
4: Yeah, it's me. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: What's that guy's name?
4: Um, The character? I I forgot. I'm still waiting to actually get the book in the mail. Um, But uh, yeah, we did the photo shoot for the character. And he's supposed to be like a, he used to be like a stand up in the, you know, in the late Mm -hmm. 90s. And he Mm -hmm. was like edgy and cool. And then he like turned right wing. Um, like so many that we have we've heard of in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm
0: familiar with this phenomenon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we, we know
4: this trope. And so, yeah, Lisa Whiteman did the photos and she contacted me and asked me if I wanted to do it. And I was like, I, yeah, let's do it. It'll be fun. Um and so we did it like in mid pandemic. Um and yeah, it was a we- it was a reason to get out of the house. I just hope no one ever is like, that's you. <laughs> I think it's pretty I think I've been pretty clear about where I stand with my politics. Yes. Uh so I'm not too worried.
0: Yeah, and in all the stuff I've seen, the, like you if you dig into it for a second, he's yeah. like, This is a parody. Yes. This is comedy. Um, so you are the visual embodiment of this character. Did you also like do any <laughs> any of the audiobook or anything like that? Nope. No, 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 no. So it's just, it was just a photo, photo shoot.
4: It's literally just the photos for the book. Yeah. I got to look it up to see what it's called because I think there's one of like me on a horse wearing a maga hat like in the middle of Main Street, Austin with the with the with the capital in the background and yeah, it, like see, the I'm... horse is like rearing up.
0: Uh holding it up to so the video. Can you guys see that? Yeah. <laughs> it's Kurt Look at that with guy. a cigar in front of a flag.
4: <laughs> yep. Yep. Smoking okay. a cigar in his podcast studio. <laughs> it's called
0: Passing on the Right, a memoir from the award winning host. Okay. It's called Passing on the Right by Skippy Batty Battison. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Skippy Batty Battison. That's you. He was huge in 1998.
4: <laughs> Skippy <Yeah>. Battison.
0: <laughs> so, Kurt, you guys have been record- recording Bananas while Scotty, you've been Tahiti and yes. all the other places, Bora Bora and Ma- yeah. Ma- 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 Maria. Ma- I want to say Mauritius, but that's wrong.
1: Maria,
4: yeah.
0: Maria. Has it made you feel bad about your life staring at his background?
4: Though <laughs> You know, the one time I was very jealous is that he sends me videos of him feeding pizza to the fishes, <laughs> and, that, wow. and that was like, I was like, I'd like to feed pizza to the fishes. <laughs> yeah, it started as most
1: amazing discoveries do. I ran out of bread, and I looked around my hotel room. I was staying at a place right over the water, and I had a slice of pizza, and I was like, well, let's just see. And there's- black tip sharks swimming around and it's very beautiful and i just tossed it out there innocently and out of the blue came the biggest fish i saw the entire day and ate it in two easy bites and that was about three weeks ago so about once every four days i throw a couple pieces of pizza in there, and it's they love it i mean they absolutely love it i don't know if nasa needs to know about this i don't know if the world wildlife (laughs) fund needs to know about this emperor long-billed fish love pepperoni pizza they love it
0: <laughs> you know who needs to know about it Or you who is like demanding that everyone know about it probably like the worms and the crawdads and the frogs yes. or whatever it is that are is used as bait yeah. yes they're probably like let them know they can that's use how they pizza. sound probably use pizza <laughs>
1: it's like the chick-fil-a cow it's like eat more chicken like yeah. there should just be crawfish walking up and down the shores of maria just holding pie like it's cheap <laughs> Eight slices, 12 bucks. But are Um, there
0: not signs? Like, I I imagine... There are signs that are like don't feed the fish pizza. they
1: tell you to i'm not kidding they tell oh, you really? not pizza but when you get to your room they're like and take bread at dinner and feed the fish and so i said okay and i started doing that and it's just gorgeous. the number of fish out here is crazy and then i just was like let me just see at, at worst <laughs> it would sink and some crabs would eat it and somebody would have a delicious pepperoni crab claw later this week <laughs> but no the fish are super into it that's so cool also, early in our friendship, um, Kurt was already a really successful sketch and improvising actor, and he and Kristen Shaw used to go to Australia and Edinburgh and London and do all these... Wonder- it was so cool. So, early in our friendship, like I was just a broke waiter, really admiring these guys having these-, these amazing adventures. So, I think now that he and I get to travel and tour with Bananas together, it's just slowly... We're just coming together. It's yeah. like both sides are equal, and... Uh, one day we want to do Australia. That's our bananas. Uh, I can't goal. wait. So you um, can see
2: you can see what in Australia eats pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and koalas eat you. pizza. God, I bet they do. I bet yeah. they do. Slowly,
0: like one of those pizzas that's also like a it's like a salad on a pizza. Like put eucalyptus on it, you know. Um, don't take this the wrong way, Kurt, but with with what Scotty just shared about how like you're slowly coming together, doesn't that suggest that your career is declining and meeting
4: him
3: (laughs) in the middle as his
4: is on the ascent? (laughs) Yeah, that's what it means. It means that I peaked early, and now I'm slowly coming down so I'm meeting Scotty on the way back as he's going up.
1: Which is weird, because I'm declining, too. So we're just like two skiers just going down the mountain together.
4: Yeah, just going to be like, it's only Tacoma for now on, from now on. Yes. <laughs> that's the An only place grave. we're going. Have yes. you guys
0: been touring? Have you toured during the pandemic?
4: We have. We did a big tour, or little tour, um... In like uh, October, November, December, and then we're starting back up in March. Mm-hmm.
0: How is it? Is it fun?
4: It's so fun! It's so it's fun. amazing! It's amazing. The bananas, the bananimals, is what we call them. They are very enthusiastic, and yes. they're a good crowd. They're just Great very. Crowd. Every time we go to a place, they're like your 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 crowd is really nice. Yes. Like, they repeated, like, the, the the venues say that to us. And I'm just like, that's great. I love that. I love that, th- that our crowd is nice. Yeah. yeah. And we try and to do d- a lot
1: more than just record. We try to just not sit there. Like, we're on our feet. We have a giant fan guy that just blows up whenever we like a punchline. We try to make it interactive as possible. And- Wait, yeah. is
0: that true? Do you really have one of those mm-hmm. guys? Yeah. And by the way, yeah. again, everyone, get on Patreon so you can see the video of me being a fan guy, yeah. but the way that Scotty just moved his body was similar to mm-hmm. how I, uh, stretched in front of our babysitter. <laughs> uh, this Mother. is a <laughs> visual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, um, and I, this is one of those things that I shouldn't talk about out loud, and yet I have I talk about it out loud ad nauseum, but it's been a while. <laughs> I have done my podcast a number of times live, mm-hmm. but I always... It, to me, it's like this like nut, I can't quite crack where I think to myself like I feel like I should be p- doing more than just like I it kind of as a, a bit like I hired a choreographer who taught who like <laughs> we came up with some dances so I like uh-huh. opened what? the show sketch fest with a dance and I danced yeah. to my songs and, and
2: you had that sequin top that you bought just for that
0: I did and some some uh, listeners then went out and they got similar sequin jackets it's <laughs> <thing was> <laughs> um but I always feel like I need to make it more than just a podcast but then I've heard like no they, they just I just want to see a taping of the podcast. I don't know. I've tried it like so many different ways. Sometimes I feel like that really I really nailed it. Sometimes I don't know.
1: Yeah, Uh, it's a tricky one because podcasting is like it's a radio show, right? We're just talking to each other and it's a great conversation and and you feel a little guilty that you're inviting people to come out and just watch a conversation. happen. Right. We, the one element that we added besides our fan man, Charlie Fromage, is we, um, <laughs> we added Banana's Confessions where we put a confession box in the lobby and they know it's coming. And then you basically leave out index cards and they write real confessions. And that's a huge hit. Like that that's people fun. love. And we're like, make them real. We read them anonymous. We're not like, okay, who did this? Yeah. But they're great. And that way it's like a small thing that's fun for Kurt and I. And we get, uh, I would say we get like over 60 confessions in an audience of 400 people. And we wow. read them as many as we can before we feel like it gets stale. But <laughs> it's interactive in a fun way where then... And we record it and release those episodes. So then those people anonymously are part of the show. That's
0: yeah. what I was going to ask. So you do release them as episodes? Because I also know yes. there are podcasts yes. who will tour, but it's like a separate thing. Right? Like yeah. they don't release them.
4: We, we found that... um. Just the energy of the crowd and the way Scott and I are with that—that yeah. that it's the the episodes are really punchy. So mm-hmm. they're like they're just very funny. Um, and people have been like, hey, there's a different energy to these live shows than they enjoy them. I want to yeah. say, you know what I want to do next time we have a show yep. is get a guy to do a live ice sculpture during the show. <laughs> like even if he's in a different room, but sure. like just be working on. So it like starts as a block of ice. And by the end of the show, it's like a banana ice sculpture. That would be pretty I'm cool. in.
3: I don't think I've ever
0: seen someone make an ice sculpture. The only
4: time I've seen it is in Groundhog Day, where Bill Murray learns how to do ice sculpture.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm in. If it so, was non-COVID times, we'd pour like Jägermeister down the slope of the banana and really yeah. have a hit. But we won't. We'll just we'll <laughs> let it melt sadly and then throw it behind the venue eventually.
0: <laughs> uh, so I want to give an update. This is now three week in a row update on my usage of exclamation points. Okay. Mm. Jeff has been here for all of this. I can't remember. Jeff, you can remind me. My update this week might be the same as last. Le- this should be its own segment. It should be like exclamation point watch yeah uh
2: yeah i don't i don't have a jingle for that just yet this is the closest closest i have
0: horrendous accent alert (laughs) 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 yeah i can't remember what mine was last week but i uh just to bring so, so you guys know i uh sent an email it was like hi exclamation point um you know would you be available on this date if not no no worries exclamation point it was like 90% 90% exclamation points. And then I was like, this is too many exclamation points. And then my friend Jackie Johnson, who you guys probably know, she's like, yeah, people see right through that. And I was like, well, that wasn't what oh, I was no. saying. Wow. <laughs> but, um, so anyway, I think it was the no worries exclamation point. She's like, you got to get, you got to strip that out. So then I tried to go get rid of no worries, get rid of exclamation points. Okay. Just, I was feeling un, I was feeling like all of my communication was unfriendly and then i recently decided not only am i not using the exclamation points i'm just going to even use more of them i'm just yes. fully embracing it Good. jeff was that where i was last week
2: i don't think you had as de- i think you were headed in this direction but you hadn't made this definitive of a choice yeah. yet cool that's my recollection
0: so now i don't care you through it, it all yes. you want everything has so many exclam- this as i said to jeff <laughs> the world is
4: cold and unfriendly. My emails don't Absolutely. have to be. Yes, I agree. I I like that you like a lot of exclamation points. I also, as a writer, it is my um, – because I write with my wife a lot – and she like I'll write, you know, a couple scenes, and then she like look at them and just be like, "Do you realize that everything everyone says has an exclamation point?" <laughs> and I'll be like, "Well, it's you know, we're this is it's with energy." And she's like, yeah. "Yeah, we don't need an exclamation point on every single line." She like she's like one per page, one per page. I'm like always like, "Where am I gonna get it? Where am I gonna get my exclamation point?" Yeah. <laughs> we per- lost grandma. <laughs>
0: <laughs> one per page. Well, that- no, it's not. It's that's a, not a hard
4: rule. That's not a hard rule. <laughs>
0: That's a lot of discipline, though. I don't yeah, think I can do that. Yeah, a lot of discipline. That. Yeah, I mean, I get the uh, it, you know, it's like it's like using the crash symbol the entire time. It's like yeah. if you if you are using them all the time, then which ones really count? And mm. you know which ones count? The ones that have four of them.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <Yep.
0: laughs> every sentence, every sentence gets one, and then you sprinkle in extras, and then you got to use your emojis. I don't know. I'm in, a ex- weir- all- I'm in a weird place.
2: All the exclamation point talk has totally crashed my dome, and I was just sending an email this morning to a client that's all business, no comedy, all business, Ooh. and I used exclamation points, and then I took them out, and I thought, well, that sounds very bland, and then I put the exclamation points back in, and I thought, how do they know that my exclamation points are happy exclamation points? Exclamation points used to mean you're mad, or mm-hmm. you're yeah. yelling, but now mm-hmm. it's like, hey, Fun! So I don't even know what they mean anymore.
0: It's all because a period seems angry and without uh, humanity. Yeah. Right. Which which is also
4: weird. It's all because we uh, we evolved to be able to communicate with a face, and now that the major, or with a with an inflection in our voice, and now the majority of communication we do every single day is just tippy tap typing, and we want to try and bring some sort of humanity to it. And I think an exclamation point is us reaching back into time <laughs> to <laughs> connect with our primal selves, with our yes. australopithecines, with our with our with our with our Uh, Neanderthals and Mm -hmm. bring some humanity. Even those uh, those things are not humans. Uh, Bring some of it to the modern age.
0: It's my way of saying these are my eye teeth. I'm friendly. (laughs) Or maybe bearing those teeth as if you're angry. But here's my teeth, I'm friendly. And here's my hands. They're open. I don't I'm not holding a weapon. Right. But it's also like the lazy Gen X or elder millennial way of not having to open up all the emojis and choose one because I'm not wearing
4: my also
3: reading
1: glasses true. and I can't tell yes. anymore. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, the young emoji game is strong. I when yeah. it comes the other way, a lot of emojis coming in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's also the ha 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 versus the lolololol.
4: Which or the, one are or you guys? Just the,
1: I'm the ha ha ha. Same. I've become a ha. I've become a long ha. Like, I've become five a long A's. ha. Yes, yeah. me too,
4: for some reason. Ha. Because yep. it's I've almost a long ha. Yeah. Because <laughs> it also, that is, it, I feel like that's more knowing. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you're acknowledging I'm also writing a laughter, but it's like an acknowledgement that it's also silly that I'm writing a laughter. Ha. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which one like corresponds it. with if you actually laughed out loud? Ha. Will,
4: uh, for me. Oh. I will write that actually made me laugh out loud.
0: Sometimes I'll write that too. (laughs) I will.
4: Yeah.
0: (laughs) It's all because I try I'm like not anymore, but for the longest time I was really trying to avoid ever writing LOL. I don't I just didn't
4: I don't like LOL. Yeah.
0: I think it's because so many real basic people uh say it uh, forever like (laughs) No, we're cool and different. Um Say it for like every sentence when there's no LOL hap. They use it right. like I use exclamation points. Yeah. Yes. So oh, I yes. just go ha 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 ha. I've seen some people make use of the bah ha ha. Ooh. Mm.
3: That's My
4: compliment. brother does that. My brother does that. And I don't, I do not like it. That really? Why? Gotcha. It, it seem it's like, um, I, I, for some reason with me, I could, I connect it with a, a LARPing. Uh, like computer speak Bru-ha-ha. of like bahaha. Right. Like it's a person who also <laughs> says Bru-ha-ha. Yeah, it's a person who also says like um uh, uh whilst or something like that. You know yeah. What, yeah. what I mean? Yeah, no, no, no Lady. Wilst. Yeah,
0: what's whilst? Whilst like I whilst
4: I will yeah. yeah. oh, do oh, that oh. for you. Oh, I mm-hmm.
0: oh I pronounce yeah. that as whilst. Oh,
4: okay. Hmm.
0: Wait, are we is it the same word? W h i l s t.
4: I I don't. Yep. Whilst, I, yep. and also i don't even that's know whilst? if that's it Lest. i don't even know if that's it that oh, i like got it. that specifically thing but do you know what i mean I thought it's thought like, was
1: yeah. like i will like whilst uh you're making bread whilst i and brewing beer for our brew right, 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 i right. thought <laughs> it meant like a bahaha. yeah <laughs> yeah i
0: just thought that was pronounced whilst i maybe i've been saying it wrong this whole time um <laughs> Okay. The person, the, the computer LARPing person, to me, that is a person who writes he, H E H and also yes. yeah. occasionally will say lulz.
3: Mm hmm.
1: Oh, a yeah. life, right? Yes. Mm hmm. Oh my gosh. None of those people have texted me. I, I So many people <laughs> fell off over the last two years. Uh, but uh i did larp once and it was very fun and exciting you did what did you do when i was in college they there was one of my friends was like did you know at the student union this weekend there's going to be a thing called dragon con and i was like no and he's like it's like live action role play And i was like never heard of it and then there was like all these different um it was a lot of different like card games and board games and figures and stuff but it was very small it was like a 40 kids so we showed up curiously not to pick on anybody just to see what it was all about and then we felt like we were the outsiders and that they felt like we were judging them so when one kid was like do you guys want to do a larp with us we said yes we were like absolutely it's like great come back at 3 p.m and it was like the morning so we come back and we're just in an empty empty classroom and the the thing was called uh, Collision Eminent, the game the, or the world that we were playing. And it was that we were all different characters on a spaceship that was going to crash. And I was a senator that secretly had to convince somebody to tell me some plans. And then we just socialized for half an hour. And I would be like, well, I'm a senator. And uh, I'm very curious what's going on in the control room. And do you know anybody that works there? And it, it's kind of like Clue.
4: Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Collision Eminent. And... Somebody figured something out, and then it ended, and I think I think like the fish, we all went and ate pizza together. So.
0: <laughs> How is it different than improv, really?
1: It, I mean, it sounds I mean, like it's nobody not was funny. funny. Yeah, nobody was funny in it. Uh, but also, a lot of times, improv isn't funny, so yeah. it was exactly like bad improv. <laughs> <is> what,
3: <laughs>
1: but it was fun. I mean, it was innocent. We left. We didn't go like those dorks. It was like got it. Have your fun. Um, and then there was, is it boffing? When you hit each other with foam weaponry? When you oh, battle. I hope stuff? it's
4: called boffing. I love that if it funny. is.
0: It sounds like onomatopoeia.
1: <laughs> it's like foam swords and, maces and shields and then one time i was walking through prospect park and these kids were just And so if you get hit in the arm you can't use that arm you get hit in the leg you can't right. use that leg and they were just wailing on this poor kid who's like holding up his foam sword like defending it to the grave <laughs> seems like a pretty fun sunday afternoon
0: Puff. so your brother's into this kurt
4: no, he does not LARP, and I know he, <laughs> if, the, if, if he hears this, he's going to be like, "What's up, dude? What's going on?" <laughs> you think I'm a LARPer? He does say "bah ha ha ha," and I think when he says it, it's like a little aggressive. Do you know what I mean? Uh, it's like a, uh, it's like, like, e- like evil gotcha. laugh. Bah ha 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 oh, I feel like yes. it's an evil laugh, like an evil genius laugh, oh, and that's why I say I don't like it because it always feels like he's like bah, ha, ha 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 right? Like mm. at my expense.
0: That makes sense.
4: Yeah, yeah. My comedian to...
1: stepbrother made another silly. <laughs> 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 I'm trying to think
0: how I would type out the evil laugh.
1: I would go with the M. I think. I would go M U U H A H J. Yeah. Or buahahaha.
4: Oh yeah, muah mwah
1: Vincent Price.
0: Listen, you guys. I don't know about your male grooming habits, but I, uh, if if you want to get that all squared away, I, I have something that can help you, and it's called Manscaped. Roses are red, violets are blue. We love shave balls. How about you? Valentine's Day is coming, <laughs> and we know just the gift to give. That sp- didn't that roll off my tongue so mm-hmm. smoothly, like something I say all the time.
3: Yeah, like, I love like, poetry. Like smooth balls. Like sm-
1: <laughs> <laughs> Side me up. I'll take two. <laughs>
0: Valentine's Day is coming, and we know just the gift to give that special someone for any and all occasions. This Valentine's Day, it's time to give him a gift that four million men worldwide trust from Manscaped, the leaders wow. in below-the-waist grooming. Use my exclusive offer. Go to Manscaped.com and use code BestFriend for twenty percent off plus free shipping. I wish Daniel was here to be able to speak to. He uses all the Manscaped products. He loves them he could he could give you some detail about how smooth the situation I mean I could also it's smooth uh and then also there's like body wash and shampoo and like our shower is what's well, all my stuff and then all his stuff it's all manscaped brand. it looks great, it smells great. he loves it. here's a product he will absolutely love. Uh, the lawnmower 4.0, mm. their electric trimmer is designed to trim the hair on loose skin. And get this, the trimmer's advanced wow. skin safe technology reduces cuts and nicks on his delicate areas. Mm-hmm. It even has a 400,000 LED spot. No, excuse me, 4,000 K.
1: 4,000
2: K.
0: Isn't that, I can't 4K. do that. It's four 4- Oh, 4K, okay. I'm I was never mind. I was doing some math It's unnecessary. 4K mm-hmm. LED spotlight, so we can shave anywhere your heart desires. Get 20% <laughs> off and free shipping with the code BESTFRIEND at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code best friend. Gift his Cupid an arrow from Manscaped this Valentine's Day. Uh, And then I also want to tell you guys about Fabulous. Um, Fabulous is an app for setting goals, sticking to healthy habits, uh, building a daily routine. You can actually keep making these changes should be easy, right? Well, if you're not sure how or where to start, then it's time to try Fabulous. Yes. You know it.
1: I love it. It's fabulous.
0: <laughs> I enable, look, I don't allow any apps to give me alerts, but I am allowing Fabulous to give me alerts. It's like, it's like a, let me see if I can find it. some, I really should know the name of the, re, it's like a research lab that was incubated at a top university. The name is escaping me right now, but they did, like crunched all, you know, did all the research that they do as super intelligent people. Yes. Who know research and data and science to figure out what works for behavior modification and for sort mm-hmm. of optimizing productivity and all this stuff? So you, I, you sign up and you state what your goals are. My goal is to feel more energized. Now I don't know how they're going to yeah. get me there, but yeah. they claim they can. And we're starting with like a very small habit building thing of just waking up in the morning and drinking water.
3: Great,
4: and like and I then had taking to hold- Adderall. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's <the> second step, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and i had to like hold my finger on the screen as this ring got bigger and bigger and bigger which was like my commitment to this mm. i can see the way it's starting to like rewire i like that Ooh. i like that. things yeah uh so it's a habit changing app that gives you the tools and skills you need to feel healthier more productive and fulfilled helps you break free of negative habits while helping you build new healthy ones that stick Start building your ideal daily routine today with Fabulous Premium. Get 25% off Fabulous Premium by going to thefab.co slash bestfriend. That's thefab, T-H-E-F-A-B dot C-O slash bestfriend for 25% off Fabulous Premium, thefab.co slash Uh All right, let's do some iTunes comments of the week.
4: Yeah. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them,
2: yes she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars.
0: Alright. This one comes from Mama Duty. It says, Love the show. This podcast never disappoints. I love Allison's interviewing style and the Thursday <laughs> gang combinations always have great chemistry and bring the laughs. However, not everyone feels so positively about my show. Now, usually I have Daniel read the negative ones, but I think I'm not going to this time because this one says, too much Daniel, two stars. I enjoy Allison tremendously, but I can't stand her husband.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Envious. So, yeah. They wish they were Daniel. Perhaps. Yeah.
0: And, and by the way, I've been having some... uh there's been sort of a um been having an extended conversation with a hater, which I know is a real bad idea, but there's Don't someone who I know, who submits negative reviews of my show, that but they're funny. Uh so sometimes <laughs> I'll read them during during iTunes comment of the week, which really should be called Apple Podcast comment of the week since now it's Apple Podcast. But anyway, uh and I I made a plea to him which was mm-hmm. You have a comment for everything I do. Like, you listen right away to every... Yeah. across. You know, no matter what I do, you listen right away and you have a negative, funny comment about it. So how about keep submitting your takedowns, but how about a five-star instead of a one-star? Because that actually helps the show you love to hate. So yes. Yes. he recently uh changed his most recent one to five stars. Cool. It still has... It's still, you know... Has nothing positive to say about us, but thank you for that change. I appreciate it, person that I am not acknowledging, but I am.
3: But I'm not <laughs> very but am. good,
1: but you solve that in a very mature and adult fashion. I thank think you. you. I think you're right. Like if he loves to hate, and some people just love to hate everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you handled that really well. Thank you.
4: People are still talking, Allison. They're still <laughs> talking. You know.
0: That's what you want. You just want the conversation.
1: (laughs) We weren't sure if anybody was going to listen to our podcast. And then when we got lucky and people really liked it, so Kurt and I were like, we need a nickname for him, you know, just for our fans. And so we had a few floating around, (laughs) and then we landed on Bananimals. (laughs) Which um, is
4: the best. Bananimals is the best. I love it. It's great
1: for merch. It's great for... It's a lot of... It's really fun, and everybody likes it. But the day the episode came out where we're like, we've decided on Bananimals, we got like a one-star that was uh this listener who was like really you're going to call your fans animals i don't think so unsubscribe not listen to this anymore uh, we like both send it to each other like this is awesome so wherever that very angry woman is we hope that nobody even says you're beautiful like a peacock she'll be like excuse me I'm a human being it's like
0: an
2: alien pretending to be a human
0: do you think she really stopped listening I mean she gave a one star I, I mean like so. I
4: feel like that's her her checking out
0: what were some uh, of the other options
4: uh bananas the bunch, the bunch <laughs> uh, I wanted um, primates at first um she wouldn't have liked that one bit no um we had banana, a lot yeah the bananaards.
1: Yeah, the Bananamaly. Yeah. Uh, But Bananimals just fit. And people instantly were like, we love it, except for one very, very... (laughs) Angry. ...definite human, not robot, not alien, who understands the human condition. Really? You're going to call your fans animals? (laughs) I don't think so. I'm out. (laughs) Ah! She was incredible.
0: Well, you know, you got to respect that she had a line. You crossed it. That's, (laughs) That's healthy boundaries. Yeah. Yes. Is what that is
2: Yeah Um, Her body her rules
0: (laughs) (laughs) Let's do some Just me or everyone
2: Okay
3: Sometimes I ponder on Something I have thought or done Is it just me Or everyone Skadoop doop
0: uh all right so this is where people write in with things they think or do and they wonder is it just me or is it everyone and we weigh in. Love it. Um okay, Edible Intelligence says, I don't drink coffee but I do drink the occasional hot chocolate. Any any blah, blah, blah. <laughs> This is this is a just me or everyone? I don't know what's happening. It's Is it just me or it's a just me or everyone inception. But it's been happening to me lately where I'm reading something out loud oftentimes okay. like a children's book to my kids. And I just, I, I, my ability to read something and say it mm-hmm. is impaired. I don't yes. know why.
4: I, I, what is same that? Same thing. Same thing. I will say words incorrectly. Yeah. And I don't know what it is. It, it's the, something about reading out loud. And also like, like, yeah. I mean, with kids books, I think it's like reading out loud where it's just like, it's the end of the day, you're tired. You know, that sort of thing. And I think you just, you're, you're, it's decision fatigue. Yeah. Your brain has decision fatigue.
0: Like choose, but, but you're not really making a decision. I guess you are making the choice to let your mouth form the words. Mm hmm. That's why I really appreciate something like Dr. Seuss or, um,
4: hands down
0: the, what's that book Concise. that my friend gave me?
4: It's There's a a rhyming. The rhyming yes. makes it easier to read when you're super tired.
0: Oh, The Gruffalo. There's a book called The Gruffalo yes. that's easy to read. There's a book called Room on the Broom. Although Dr. Seuss are like some, some of the easiest. Mm-hmm.
3: But
0: my son has mm-hmm. this book, Good Night, Good Night, Construction Site. And it is like, when you think it's going to rhyme, it doesn't. It zigs when you want <laughs> oh, it to I hate, zag. I, I mean, I it's just all over like the place.
4: That. I hate them. I hate, I hate it, it when it's like... You could easily make this rhyme, person yes. who's writing children's <laughs> book. <laughs> it's I, not hard. No. I, and
0: also the little pooky ones are pretty, Sandra Boynton, those are pretty easy to read too. Love I some think Sandra maybe Boynton. I'm just distracted and the lights are dim and I can't mm-hmm. see that. Anyway, anyway, so apologies, but I thought of it because I'm having trouble reading right now. Uh, everyone else get that same first sip trepidation where you're gauging about how bad you're about to burn your mouth. Just me or everyone. I feel like it's more so with hot chocolate than coffee. Hot chocolate is only ever too hot.
4: I agree with that. A hot coffee, co- you you know what temperature your coffee is. I feel like you know it's the same temperature every single time, right? Where with a hot chocolate, it's like it's your wild card. Well, you're getting it off a hot steaming stove, popping it in a microwave. Anything coming out of the microwave, it's gonna burn you. Even That's if right. it's cold up top, it's gonna burn you in the middle.
0: That's right.
4: Yeah.
1: So it's I think not we all just, have the trepidation. Not just yeah.
0: Not just I you. do that. Yeah. Uh. Totally agree. I still. What were you saying?
2: I say I totally agree. Just Did because say- it's it's such an unknown. Yeah. Make tea, make coffee. It's there's a temperature, right. but yeah, out of the microwave, is this gonna be too hot? Not hot enough? I don't know. Boiling water, when is that yeah. cool? I don't know. There's only coffee, so many
1: holes to pour scalding hot fluids into your human body, so like you gotta be trepidatious. You can only pour hot, hot fluids into your body so many ways, and that's the one that you can, you know, control the most. So yes, it's your speaking hole.
0: It's yeah, it's a little bit late for this in terms of evolution, but it is weird. How many things we use our mouth for, and it would have been smarter if we had like just a feeding hole somewhere else.
4: Yes, you know, I fe- I feel the same way, but about our buttholes, uh, I feel like it's an inconvenient placement to have a waste disposal in between two pillows. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I feel like the the only requirement for the butthole is that it can't get into your mouth, right? So right. why not have a butthole on the end of your elbow? That's what I think. Bottom a of lot your foot. easier. I was oh, going to go foot, foot bottom too. of your foot too. Much easier. hanging out the car window. Do Exactly. 75. Be fun. For, For you, 20, your,
2: a,
0: like shoes already stink.
2: Yes. Put it in your feet. Yeah, or you could even put it above your butt I crack because t- it's still back there and it's still like coming out of the south end. But you're mm-hmm. not. You don't have to like like you said. Get in between two pillows. And then
4: bathrooms would just be a slab that you lie down on.
1: Yes.
3: Yeah, nice nice.
1: fingers <laughs> threaded behind your head, looking cool. <laughs> <laughs> Just-
4: like you're going down a slide in a water park, hands behind your head, legs crossed, tilted up, arched back, so you go real fast. <laughs> is that the Big Dipper or is that the Little Dipper? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: There's
0: something about a poop shoot in, in your lower back, though, that is unappealing to me.
2: Yeah. So for, is me it? <laughs> it's a, for me
0: personally. For me personally, this is evolution. I'm gonna go foot.
2: This is evolution. It's a work in progress. We'll we'll sort it out. Yeah. It's gonna happen whether we want it or not.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, coming.
2: Someone will be born with it there, Our, and then we'll see if that works and Yeah. <laughs> Put a right. sunfire follow. tattoo around
1: it and <laughs> <Yes>. yeah. <laughs> oh, there it is. That's
2: perfect. <laughs> um
0: Do you think human beings will persist
1: we're gonna make it you mean yeah
0: i mean like i feel like certainly you know for many more generations but like ultimately are, are we here to stay are we uh just a blip like dinosaurs although dinosaurs were here way longer than we've been
4: i think right um i was recently reading an interview with w- the woman who helped popularize gaia theory which is mm-hmm. like that uh, you know mother Earth is like and, and people misunderstand Gaia theory that like you're saying that the earth is like conscious or something in a being. Um, but what she was explaining was like, no, it's that it's a, a set of interconnected systems that all yes. affect each other. That's what Gaia theory really is. But uh, she was asked this question, like, "Will humans survive?" And she's like, "And I think I agree with her. She's like, humans will survive, but Western civilization will not. Mm. Uh, Like, capitalist civilization will not survive, but humans totally will. They're just like the insects of the of the of the primate world. You know, we're going to figure it away, but we're going to be in caves and stuff."
0: Was she asked if the butthole will move up to the lower back?
4: And she said forehead, which was weird. And I was like, I yeah. don't know if I trust her anymore. Oh, yeah. that
0: seems really like aerodynamically mm-hmm. bad.
4: Mm-mm, no yeah. good.
1: If the third
0: eye. No I'm going to sell back.
1: my moped immediately. This is not
0: good. <laughs> <laughs> so wait a minute. Her theory was that we're going back to caves? That uh, like She
4: just said like Western civilization won't survive the coming environmental collapse yeah hmm.
0: you know it's not to get super deep and uh sociopolitical, but for a minute i will sure. uh i always thought of cap in the and uh perhaps i was someone would say i was indoctrinated to think this way in my schools and whatnot but i always thought of capitalism as like the tip of the spear in terms of sociopolitical. uh what would i call it what would you, you call it
1: it was leading the way it was the best system is that what you're saying yeah
0: yeah the the best system because mm-hmm. like communism is is beautiful in theory but it hasn't ever really been it doesn't work when you try to do it because of the you know like animal farm like people mm. can't actually and they won't actually share like that um so that idea of like a utopia if it could work would be great but it's not going to actually work like and the only thing that really works is capitalism however lately i don't know like i i feel like we're all kind of becoming very aware of the limitations of capitalism and disenchanted with this idea that to exist is to produce is to work is you know So, um, I don't, I don't think I had a point in all of that. Just, I know just that lately I'm, I'm thinking maybe it's not, you know, the best system, but I don't really know
4: what is better. I think a lot, I think we're all kind of at that. I think that's a collective feeling in America right now, you know? Of like that being like, I don't know what's better. I don't know. I'm not a systems person, but like, <laughs> you're not a systems person. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I I don't. I'm not qualified to even think about this sort of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but it definitely seems weird that jerk offs are going to space on their lunch break. You know, <laughs>
0: right? I mean, I guess the what would be better would be, um, a m- more social support.
3: Yes.
1: Yeah.
4: So regulated.
3: You know. Regulation. Yeah.
4: Right.
1: Yeah, all I right. Have no idea. Don't you kind of feel like? I do. There is something about what you're saying, and in no way trained in uh, economics at all, but it does feel like capitalism uh, parallels h- human behavior the most. Like, it, it's just like, oh, we want to build it up. And then it crashes down. Then we build it up, like, no matter what it is. If it's actual physical buildings or an economy or our own personal wealth, it's like, there does seem to be some weird, like, ebb and flow of, like, we want it all. And then we want it too much and we come crashing down. And then it happened again,
3: Uh again. Yeah. But what
1: do I know? I use barter system for everything. I'm in Gelson's trying to trade in old shoes for slices of ham.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He <laughs> I'm got, a barter he got, boy. He got to Maria on an old laptop.
2: <laughs> yeah, it started. Yeah, it started with a paper clip, and I traded my way here, and now I can't get back. You know, my, my opinion on this subject is I'm going to caucus with Scotty because based on his background, his actual Zoom background, he's in... Tahiti. So
4: I think he's <laughs> he's out ahead of all this. He's a He's True making, capitalist. That's yeah, right. he's
2: he's making better decisions than I. That's right.
4: I love those stories that Scotty mentioned about like trading for trading up from like a like a, a pin or whatever to yeah. like. A I house. was reading one recently. This woman is doing it right now, and she's traded from a paper clip up to a house. She has a small house yeah. now, what? and yes. uh, and I read about everything that she's had to do, and I'm like, oh, she. Could have because the house is houses where it's a it's a, it's a tiny house. It's worth nine thousand dollars. And I, and she's been doing it for a year. And I was like, if she worked <laughs> at a job, <laughs> the amount that she works to try to fucking trade this shit, <laughs> she would have, like, three of those houses. Like, she would definitely have made $36,000 at, like, yes. a, at a job. And instead, she's just, like, got this, like, tiny house. She can't trade for anything.
0: <laughs> Where do you read about this? Oh, because you get all sorts of crazy yeah. news yeah. For, from yeah. the Bananimals. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, oh, here's a here. Sometimes just mere everyone gets deep and philosophical. Ray Morgan says, "Can't bring myself to delete dead people from my contact list." Just oh, mere man. everyone. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I haven't. Mm. Yeah,
4: I have not done that.
0: I have a real problem with just like oh. kind of hoarding. I mean, not like a true hoarder, but I could definitely see myself becoming one. I have trouble. I have. I can be sentimental about everything, which is why I hang on to like papers and all this stuff that really I should just get rid of. But I can't because I'm like, but someday I might want to remember which kid played which role in that little play that my son put on. So I'm just going to have it sit on my desk here forever.
4: I mean, I haven't deleted like a person I met at a bar in 2002. You know what I mean? I haven't deleted like a yeah. drug dealer I used once in 2001. <laughs> I'm going to delete my mom's number? No, I don't <laughs> think so.
2: <laughs> yeah, Just me or everyone, do you ever have the... I do this. I, I'll see that dead person, especially when they're recently passed away. I'll see their n- number in, you know, the text app or in contacts. And part of me goes, I should send a text and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, does somebody else have the phone now and they're going to say, oh, yeah, he's passed away or like just, I I just want
4: to try and see what happens.
0: They probably just say wrong. If you got any response, it'd just be wrong number because they wouldn't know what had happened, right?
4: I don't know. Yeah. No matter what happens, it's going to be a deep bummer. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not going to be happy. So, yeah. I shouldn't do it. Uh, I had a friend who
1: had a similar thought about one of those, like, early 90s uh, cults, like death cults, and they still had a Geocities website or a really crappy (laughs) website, and so she emailed the webmaster for it, and somebody did respond to her. Wow. Wow. That's pretty cool. And, yeah, I was like, yeah, I guess if it's still around, maybe that person didn't drink the Kool-Aid or whatever. So (laughs) I think you should send a text. Send an emoji.
3: Send, Send an exclamation Baja. Point. <laughs> Just, <yeah. laughs>
0: Wait, which early '90s death cult was this?
1: Uh, I think it was the Hale Bop one. Mm-hmm.
0: Was that Heaven's the, Gate?
4: Yeah, yeah, Heaven's Gate, where they with had the like their, there was like the triangle symbol, the Nikes right? and yeah. the sweatsuits or whatever the track And they suits, would like pose with, with their was. like arms yes. crossed in front of their chest. Good I documentary. Think. Yeah, did On they castrate themselves
0: too?
1: Hope so. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I feel like. Maybe I'm getting my death cults confused, but I feel like I feel like there was some sort of like sterilization perfection, whatever. Okay, and the last one, finally, Wit Yao says, "I get exasperated at people who can leave their blinkers on. How can you not notice the incessant clicking sounds? Yes, except sometimes I will realize that I have I I do this, so I don't know. I it's it's a sort of it's like a metronome. It lulls me, and I'm getting old."
1: (laughs) It only bothers me if I'm try if I'm letting them merge, if I'm trying to let them in and then they're not because their blinkers there yeah. and then I'll go from like happy to screaming pretty quick. <laughs> but if it's just somebody driving in another lane with it and I'm not trying to get over and not trying to let them, it doesn't bother me in the least. So partial everybody.
4: Yeah. Yeah. The only time I've ever done it is when I have music up really loud. Yeah. So I can't hear the clicking. If I hear yeah, the clicking is not metronome to me. It's annoying to me. I hate it. Uh, Yeah. So, but if music stops loud, all of a sudden I'll look over and be like, oh, that's just been clicking away.
0: (laughs) I'm trying to think what the circumstances are where I leave it. I think it's where I'm trying to get over into the right lane on the freeway. Yes. And it's hard to get over. And then I'll just be like, ah, I'll just wait or something. But it's just been going and going. Um, I would like to say hello and welcome to my new patrons
3: wants to say thank you to a couple patreoncom
0: I would like to say hello and welcome to Amy Lee Russell she has signed up for an annual subscription Woo! reminder you get two months free with an annual subscription so of sign course. up patreon.com slash. Allison Rosen Um, you guys it's been so much fun Uh, it's been fun despite the fact that staring at Tahiti is making me question so many of my life
3: choices
1: (laughs) Um, thank you so much for having us we love being on and thank you for having us together it's a it's a real treat for the banana boys
4: yeah and if you want to go listen to the bananas podcast you can find it wherever you find your podcasts yeah
0: so plug anything you would like
1: to plug Maybe Moon Tower? You just did.
4: Kurt wins Moon Tower. Oh well. Also, we're gonna have uh, in March, March nineteenth and twentieth, we'll be in Tacoma and Vancouver, and then April thirteenth, fourteenth, fifteenth, or something like that, will be in Austin for Moon Tower.
1: We'd love to meet you. Say hi. Say you came from Allison Rosen is your yeah. new best friend, and we'll give you a consensual handshake with firm with good eye contact. Mm-hmm. Oh my God,
0: doesn't get better than that. And are you and gonna confess have your, your...
4: sins? <laughs> yeah, and yeah. are you gonna
0: have your um your Fan dude guy?
4: I think so. Charlie Fromage? Yeah, we're bringing him out. Yeah. Fromage. It's a fan favorite. <laughs> Do you
0: own a fan guy?
4: Yes. Yeah. He's right... Uh, we bought him. He's right over he's there. He's yellow. He's, he's in the that, third
1: banana boy. Yeah, Charlie Fromage. He's in that box because, that says
4: Mighty Box right there. There That's you so go. That's
0: so cool. <laughs> Jeff, did, does it ring cheap. a bell that we thought of getting one for Bumper Shoot?
2: Yeah, we thought about getting... Some kind of wacky things like that, or like yeah. stream shooter things. Yeah, yeah, because you were trying to zazzle it up for uh, doing. That's what
0: shows. I'm saying. I always need the zazzle. Yeah. All I did was I ended up getting like just the a the gigantic Zazz. logo to put in the background. It didn't even move.
2: But we had like a bumber shoot.
4: That was fun.
0: Yeah. yes oh yeah that's what am i saying that's right we had uh we Top had like we had the
4: we had, you uh, had nine inch nails playing <laughs> we, had <nine laughs> inch,
0: we had marilyn manson in retrospect <laughs> maybe a bad choice no we had tom Rapp who does all the it, the song you just heard is tony Thaxton, but um cool. does the music for the show he flew out and like played the songs live and stuff and that oh, was that's really cool.
3: fun yeah that's great um,
0: if you guys enjoy what you're hearing or even if you don't, please leave us a nice review on Apple Podcasts. Leave a review. Leave a five-star rating. I've recently discovered that in wherever you... Well, on Spotify, I know you can rate podcasts. So I'm yep. going to assume wherever you listen, you can rate. Leave us a nice rating. It's just a way to help out the show. Thank you so much. Follow me at Alison Rosen on Twitter and Instagram and uh, follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. Jeff, where might we find you?
2: You can find me on the social medias at Colonel Jeff Fox. And you can also check out the new hilarious podcast, The Bad Dates Show. Oh, We have an episode coming up. First guest talks about a woman he was about to score with asked him if she had put on some weight. And he answered her truthfully. Oh, no. Tune in to find out what happened. One of the other guests, she showed up for a date and her date apparently thought she was a prostitute. The third guest, he went to pick up his date at her house. The family invited him in, had him sit down for dinner, and proceeded to ask him about his horns and feed him ham oh. because he was
4: Jewish. Oh, no. oh wow.
2: Well, the fun's well, well. just beginning. That was feed probably an interesting like, wedding.
0: Like <laughs> to to see if he would eat it?
2: One has Whoa. to assume so. The family was wildly anti-Semitic, so wow. um, it was no accident. I would assume hmm. that they served him ham, which he ate he loves.
0: That all sounds awful. Bad you day. guys, thank you so much. Listeners, thank, thank you. you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye.
3: Hey, do you know
2: about the Alison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go.
3: let salad. salad.